Thank you for being here today. I'm going to continue the story about my 10-day Vipassana meditation course. This is where it gets interesting because I'm going to tell you everything that I got out of this experience and how it has transformed me and how I'm going to take all of the lessons I learned into my everyday life. Um, please remember the offer that I have just started um, if you are interested in talking to me, I know some people have reached out asking, you know, some advice or asking how they can get started on a journey towards healing in their own lives. So if you feel like you're stuck in a life that doesn't serve you, or if you just want to know, like, how can I get to a place of joy? Like she seems so fulfilled and so happy. How do I get there? There are simple steps you can take no matter who you are, no matter what life you're living. I promise you, you can have a conversation with me and it might really, really help. And I'm offering this consultation completely free. I'm offering one hour, one-on-one -on -one talks where you can just tell me where are you in your life? What are you experiencing? And what do you want? And let me help you. Please let me help you with a couple of steps that you can take right off the bat. Um, and we'll put together a personal plan just for you. What you can do is go to the website, findingfulfillmenttogether.com, click on book consultation, and you can grab a spot on my calendar completely for free. Please take advantage. I really do want to help you. That's why I'm here, and I really look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for the rest of my story. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to the Finding Fulfillment Together podcast. Do you want to stop feeling stuck and start truly living do you have big, ambitious dreams, but feel too scared to even start? I'm Rebecca. I too was in a life that I felt stuck in. I was living my life according to everyone else's expectations, which led me to feeling unfulfilled until I took a step back and realized that I can create whatever life I choose for myself. I made big changes in my life, including getting divorced, leaving my career, and moving into my RV to become a full-time traveler. In the midst of all of these changes, I also found my faith. In this podcast, you will follow my healing journey and find inspiration to finally heal yourself from people-pleasing and start living a truly fulfilling life. Let's do this together. Okay. Thanks for being back. So to continue right where I left off, um, I had gotten to this point of pure just zen and everything in my body was vibrating. If you have not seen part one of the story, I'll link it in the description. Please make sure to watch part one so you understand all of the context before jumping into part two. But so I'm feeling this zen feeling of the vibrations of my own body throughout my whole body from the tip of my head to the tips of my toes. I'm feeling my true sensation. And it's not a made up thing. It's not anything that I'm imagining. It's not a visual. It is only the feeling of my own body, which I think is why it's just so beautiful because you realize this is my being. This is me. This is my vibration. And I was just wrapped in it. And I, it felt like pure love. And I had been to this place before and not that long ago. It was from ayahuasca that Mama Aya showed me my womb, my body, my kingdom. If you watch my ayahuasca episode, the recent one, which I will link in the description, she showed me my kingdom, 
my body and how I can come home to myself to nurture myself whenever I need to. And I was just like, oh my gosh, because now I know I can do this with meditation without having to go drink ayahuasca. I can come home to my kingdom, to my body, to this place of pure love through meditation anytime I want. Oh my gosh, it was just the best feeling. And then immediately I start thinking like, I want to be here forever. I don't want this to go away. So then what am I doing? I'm generating desire because I'm desiring to stay. I'm averting leaving. And it didn't last as long as I would have liked because those feelings took over and I ended up coming out of it and being back in that place of, okay, you know, there's some strong sensations here and some subtle sensations there and just continuing to scan my body um, and just, but feeling so elated that I had gotten to this point because I, it was like the moment I'd been waiting for that's, and it all came because I relaxed, <laughs> because I let go, because I stopped trying, because I stopped seeking for something more and realized that it just is what is in this moment. Well, then what happens is I, I this was the morning session on day eight, I believe. So it took me until day eight. It's grueling. The first seven days were just sitting and doing exactly what they said, working diligently, patiently, and persistently, minute after minute after minute. And it was so hard not knowing if it's going to pay off or what's going to happen or if I'm just going to be sitting here in torture for 10 days because now it's day eight. But finally, I had this amazing, beautiful feeling and I realized it's all just <laughs> so simple. I didn't have to try for anything. I just had to stop seeking. But here's the problem is I walk out of that session and I'm elated and, and like, oh my gosh, I did it. I did it. I know how to do this now. And I, you know, have this desire. I have this craving to get back to this place. So now when I sit down for the next however many sessions, I think it was three more sessions that day that I was in pure pain because I was desiring to get back to this place and I didn't know how to do it and what did I do exactly and where did I where when did I start feeling the zen was it 30 minutes in was it 45 minutes in how was I what was I flowing what order was I doing the flow in and I'm trying to get it back and that trying kept me from it um you know that's just a total life lesson that we need to just accept what is and be in the moment and not have a desire for something more um, and I got taught that lesson right away that if I do that, I'm going to be stuck in my suffering. And I was stuck in my suffering. This next few sessions were just hard. And I just felt my whole back was in pain, every part of it. And what I started to do was go, again, you're supposed to scan your body. Even if you get in this place of flow, they say to, you know, you can enjoy it for a second, but then you go back to scanning your body part by part by part because you don't want to get stuck there. You need to keep going. You need to keep flowing. It's ever changing. It's impermanent. So even if you get into a flow, you still go back to going part by part by part. But these next few sessions where it was just like all gross sensations, I was feeling very little flow. I started, of course, it's again, my whole front and my whole back at this point were just like throbbing. And I just started to go <clears throat> part by part in very small sections. I, I was visualizing the, the width of a hand going part by part 
by part by part. I'm talking like every single row. I would go down to the next row, part by part by part. And again, you know, you're just in meditation. You're sitting there um, in complete silence, eyes closed, and you're just feeling. You're just feeling the sensation. And I I did that for like entire session. I went up and down my body like that. And it was torturous, but I felt these strong sensations. So I knew I had to keep going because nothing was flowing. I could not get that flow of energy, that flow of vibration. And it's because I was trying. Again, I got back to trying too hard. Um, but then the more I you, the more I sat in this and the more I practiced and the more I came to these realizations, the easier the flow came. Um, but I never got back to that place of pure Zen, that, pu- that, that place inside my body that I know is pure love. I didn't get back there because I still to this day, I think I'm craving it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'll get into this, but I'm still doing this meditation every day. And it's, um, it's so beautiful, but it's not like I'm not getting that pure Zen every single time. That's for sure. It's still work every time, but it's it's accepting that it's work and knowing that it's it's helping me. Whether it feels bad or good, I need to not label anything as bad or good. It all just is. Um. So the pretty much finished out the retreat, just doing that over and over again, knowing, having flow moments and having moments where I'm going part by part by part. And you just listen to the instruction every night, um, in the discourse by SN Guenka. And, um, it's very clear. He tells you exactly what to do. So it really is, um, if you do what they say, and if you work diligently, if you work patiently and persistently, you truly are bound to be successful in this practice. And that is what they repeat over and over. And you, I have experienced that. And that's what I think is so very beautiful about Vipassana meditation is it's not imagination. It's not um, abstract. It's not hallucinations. And I absolutely love ayahuasca. I think it is a miracle medicine. It has given me so much growth and so much um, learning and so much healing, deep healing. Um, it's just so amazing that meditation is able to give me all of that. And what I have now decided is that I'm going to, um, give this meditation a real try, meaning like a true experiment for myself and for the next year, so this is January of 2024, and I'm going to go straight through to January 2025 of doing this meditation every single day for an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And now today's Wednesday. I left the retreat this past Sunday, and I've been doing that every day. And I'm going to keep doing that for the next year. And in order to know like what the true effects of this meditation are on me, I'm not going to mix it with anything else that can impact my consciousness, meaning I'm not going to drink ayahuasca again this year. I'm not going to do hape. It was another medicine that I was using daily to reconnect me, and it was really putting me back in my heart space. But I'm finding that when I meditate, I'm put back in my heart space every day. So I'm not looking for something externally anymore. Um, I'm not going to smoke marijuana, which is something that if you know me, you know that I'm a regular smoker, but I'm not going to do that for the next year. And I feel really good about it. And I already haven't been drinking alcohol, so that's fine. But no outside substances, no plant medicines, not even mushrooms. I'm going to go one year 
of just focusing on Vipassana meditation and see what it does for my heart, for my soul, for my consciousness. Um, And so what they say um, is that what's happening during this meditation and why I was getting these feelings deep down all over my body is that you're being purified from the inside. It has this... um, it's somehow eradicating all of your suffering, all of your desires, all of your cravings, all of your aversions, because you're going through this experience and you're, you are eradicating things that are deep down inside of you. And that's why people do have these past life experiences through doing this meditation. Not everyone has them, but many people do. And you're getting to the root of your suffering and you're taking the root out. So therefore, you are becoming a purified soul. Um, and that's why you, I like what I feel now coming out of it. I feel so peaceful, so joyful, so just like light. And I I know that I, that work has been done and work is continuing to be done inside of me. And one of the coolest things is I can, now that I'm tuned in to the sensations of my body, I'm feeling my emotions on the inside. Like when I'm joyful, I feel my heart light up. When I'm anxious, I feel it sink down in my stomach. Um, It's like I can feel my body and music is like, I feel the music inside my body. When I close my eyes and listen to music, it's a completely different experience. It's like I can, I'm just more in tune with my body. And it's just through meditation. It's almost like magic. I can't, it's not magic though. And that's what's so great about it. And what I love so much about the way that they pose it is it's not, they don't even want you to visualize. They don't want you to use your imagination. They want you to just feel what's going on inside your own body. Feel your own sensations. And you're brought to these many realizations. So I ended up making a list of all the things that I learned through this process. So I want to read through it because it's um, it's all very impactful and I experienced all of this firsthand. Um, so misery or suffering comes from our desires and our aversions. So we want something that we don't get or we don't want something that ends up happening. That's where our suffering comes from. If we do not react to that, to that feeling, to that suffering, we eradicate it and we accept what is. Observing one's breath and bodily sensations with a clear, calm, and focused mind through practicing Vipassana daily will allow you to become acutely aware of your reactions. It truly does. Um, Once you stop reacting, you reach a more pure state of mind. The body and mind become purified. Peace and harmony can only be found within. Nothing external will bring you the true joy and true fulfillment. You can go try to go buy whatever you think is going to bring you joy or go on whatever vacation you think is going to bring you joy, but you will never find lasting true joy and fulfillment externally. You can only find it within. This technique allows us to reach a state of pure love within ourselves, but we must not crave this. Craving and desire will lead to misery. All sensations must be looked at equanimously as the same. All sensations. There's no good or bad. It's just a sensation. Everything is impermanent, whether it feels good or bad or we feel 
uh, it will, the feeling, no matter what it is, will arise and pass away. The key to peace and harmony is to not react, to observe the sensations equanimously, just to observe them. That's really what this technique shows you is to observe the sensation and not stick to it or not push it away or not try to move past it or not stuff it down and all the things I tried to do just to observe it. That's it. The power to heal oneself only lies within. All healing comes from going inside to face and eradicate the root of the problem. At our core, we are the essence of love. When we eradicate our impurities, we are one with God, our creator, the universe, which is the essence of love. Vipassana practice eradicates impurities from within to bring us back home. It's truly amazing. Like what I've been doing with all of my spiritual healing and all of the practices that I've tried and that I've done and that have worked for me, my goal is always to connect with myself and to connect with source, to come home to my soul. And I've found something now that I can do without having to take any other substance. It's just without having to take any substance with just my body, with my breath and my bodily sensations, I can come home to my heart, to my soul and be one with God, be one with the universe, be one with the collective. It's truly beautiful. Um, I still kind of can't get over how powerful and impactful this has been. And I'm feeling right now my whole chest is elated because I'm so glad to be sharing this message, to be sharing this practice. And I, I, I hope that someone is inspired to try it. Um, one thing I have to let you know, it's free. They don't charge for this. You do not pay for this 10-day retreat. There is no charge for the room. There is no charge for the food, no charge for the meditation. You go there without paying a dime and you just do this practice. Now, it is hard. It is not an easy thing to go through. It is the most challenging 10 days I may have ever been through. Easily, the hardest 10 days I've ever been through. But it was so worth it because now I have this amazing gift that I'll be able to use for the rest of my life. So if you have diligence, if you have the desire to move further in your spiritual practice, if you have the desire to connect with yourself, if you have the desire to live a truly peaceful, joyful life, please look into taking one of these 10-day courses. They have 11 different centers around the U.S. I will give you the link um, in the description. Um, and it's I believe it's um, dhamma.org, D-H-A-M-M-A.org. Um, the one I went to is in Delaware, but there, again, there's 11 different centers across the country. Um, and what they do to fund themselves is they do accept donations. So I did make a donation, but that's because I got some very profound experience and I wanted to make a donation. But they only accept donations from people that have completed the course. So you have to be done with the 10 days and feel that you've gotten something out of it, you know, uh, to to make a donation. I mean, I'm sure you can make a donation even if you don't think you got something out of it, but 
everyone I spoke to that was there, there was, I believe, 34 people um, that were there, 34 students, and everyone there was beaming and got, you know, very powerful experience. Everyone's was different, but everyone's was very powerful, and everyone felt like it was, you know, one of the most amazing things they've ever done. Um, and these places are completely funded off donations from old students because everyone feels this way that goes through this course. So I highly recommend it. Um, and if you have any questions for me whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. And I will once again remind you that I am offering my time to you for free. So if you have been watching my content either on YouTube or listening to the podcast on a podcast platform or even just following me on social media and I have inspired you in any way and if you have this spark inside of you saying you want more from your life but you feel stuck or you just don't know where to start or you have no love for yourself and you don't know how to get it, please just take one of these free spots completely free. I'm offering an hour of my time to talk to you, to talk about where you're at, where you want to be, and to put together a plan for you on how you can get started on living a more fulfilling life, on becoming liberated. Please take advantage. Go to findingfulfillmenttogether.com, click on book consultation, and then you'll be able to grab a spot on my calendar for free. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you watched both parts of this. Um, please reach out with any questions that you have. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please share it with a friend who may need the extra inspiration today. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and comment. Thanks for being here. I'll meet you back here on Sunday for another episode. Always remember to keep shining.